0: Welcome to the Blessed and Elevated Podcast. We are your host, Evie
1: And I'm Kay Destiny. And on this podcast, we'll be talking about life, entrepreneurship,
0: faith, relationships, and everything in between. If you're in need of motivation and laughter, tune in for a new episode each and every Wednesday on all of your favorite podcast streaming platforms. And if you
1: want to stay in tune with us on a daily basis, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Blessed and Elevated Podcast. Thanks, Thanks for tuning in. in. Stay, stay blessed, and blessed and keep elevating. elevating.
0: Welcome back to another episode of the Blessed and Elevated Podcast. I am your host, Ebby, And I'm K Destiny. Okay, Soul Tree. Uh,
1: I'm chilling. <laughs> Y'all, we in some moods right now. <laughs> I'm chilling. I'm good
0: to go. Oh man, how, how are, are you? We? <laughs> um, I'm good. I you know what? I had a very I'm not even gonna lie, I'm not great, but I I'm good had a very stressful week, like, work-wise and trying to run a business and being a mom and just trying to be available. It's just been super stressful, yeah. like, swaying on me sometimes because I feel like I don't get enough accomplished. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's not enough hours in the day. So, I, all week, I've been trying to give myself grace. Like, you know what? If it didn't get done today, it'll get done tomorrow. And if it didn't get done tomorrow, it'll get done in 2024. That's where I'm at with things. Yeah. How are you, boo?
1: I can say I definitely relate to that. Like, I, my mind is so packed right now that uh-huh. I, the best thing I've done this week, which I'm proud of myself, is I know sometimes when me and you are talking, like we say, like, oh, I want to write everything down. I literally wrote everything down mm. for detail, what I wanted to get done, and I've accomplished a good amount of it. But I feel like I couldn't have done that if I just had it in my head and then try to do it because I'm right. just all over the place. Right. And I realize that's how I have to work now. Like it's okay to be a detail for detail person, and that's that's just what helped me. But still, in the grand scheme of things, I'm a little overwhelmed. I'm yeah. I'm overwhelmed with what I'm trying to accomplish. I'm not overwhelmed with the why, but I'm overwhelmed with the how.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm just sometimes I'm just like, should I just do one thing or two things? But then I'm like, one that's not me. Like I'm somebody like I'm a creative. Like I have to I have to do stuff, and then I'm this, twenty twenty two is starting the year that I take all my ideas in my head and put them out mm-hmm. like into fruition and i don't know, I'm just trying to navigate that part like I'm trying to navigate how to do it all and battling with with should you do it all or should you just chill like but I feel like I don't know I don't know it's that that's where I'm at
0: yeah, <laughs> like that's I mean, just where I'm
1: at like I'm just trying to figure it out. look,
0: I just feel like we are at the point for both of us where we're just trying to not be in the same space we've been in for the past two years. and
1: Two plus. Like, right. And all the
0: <laughs> things that we've talked about doing, just actually, like, putting action behind them. Mm-hmm. And it, it it feels like a lot, like, because there's so much that we both want to do. So, I know, speaking for me, watching you, I know, like, you got 75 businesses going at <laughs> one time. <laughs> so, sometimes I'll be like, I don't know how you do it. Like About to launch another one tomorrow. <laughs> right, I don't know how you do it, but... Like, me trying to do it, too, and then on top of that, you know, mom life is just... Mom life is a 24-7 thing. Even when Ryan's in school, I'm still momming,
1: so... But I commend you, because I sit stressful. there, and I sit there, and... You know, Ryan is my extended child. Like, I don't have to do Ryan 24-7. <laughs> so, I sit there, and I just... I'm like, kudos, because I don't even know if I will be able to fit a full-time mommy position in my life right now. Even though from my mouth to God's ears, my baby fever is really crazy right now. <laughs> like, i just be sitting there of myself with a belly. You and I'm go, like, come on, boy. <laughs> look, I'll give you a basketball and you it, Like My baby fever is crazy, but we'll get to that in another episode. But I really commend that because I'm just like, motherhood is a full-time job. Yes. Motherhood is a full-time job. Whether the dad is there or not, like, the mothers just carry a different responsibility and yes. it needs to be recognized. Like, it's a full-time job, so... And then your full-time job is, like, full-time, full-time. Like, your hours, (laughs) like, you be working. Wicked, wicked. Yeah.
0: It's like, you know what, guys? This is just going to help us segue (laughs) into. Like, (laughs) Like, you know, this is just going to segue into today's episode. So, I'm going to let my sis kick it off and let you guys know what we want to talk about today and why it's so, like, such a passionate topic for both of us.
1: Right, because I feel it already. So, anyway, May... Is Mental Health Awareness Month. And, you know, I just brought it up that I feel like it will be important to kick off May with this episode because mental health is important. Mental health Very. within many people's lives are still not, it's still not talked about enough or addressed enough or catered to. Um, And I know specifically for me. hmm. I'm like the suffering silence type We'll get into that deeper in the episode, but it's it it mental health needs to be take like it needs to be taken very seriously, yes. and I know in today's day and age, a lot of people may feel like, oh, everybody says they're depressed now everybody, everybody says an- they have anxiety, anxiety. now, yep. mm-hmm. but that stuff is real is. like I it had is. to hit rock bottom to realize you need like you need to get some help right. That was my, what were we in, 2022, 2021? Like, I realized, Katavia, you need to get help. And it's okay to get help. Yes. It is okay to get help. I'll get deep into that. But, so I just want to start off by saying, currently, where is your mental health state?
0: If I'm being honest, I am a functioning... um, I I have functioning anxiety disorder. And I was actually diagnosed with acute anxiety disorder. Mm. And... According to my therapist and my psychiatrist, I should be on a lot of medication, but I refuse to take it Whoa. because I feel like I can absolutely function without it. But it is a lot to be like you were saying earlier. It's a lot to be a mom. That is a nonstop job. You wear a mom hat is twenty four subcategory hats. You're a nurse. You're a teacher. You're a a, a coach. You're you know a referee.
1: You've got to find sing- hidden
0: strength. Yeah. To, uh, you like, got to be 55 different things. And I know I can speak for 99% of moms. I will honestly say this, that once you become a mom, there is a period in time where you absolutely lose yourself. And when you lose yourself, if you're not strong enough or capable enough to find yourself again on your own, it can be a very rough and rocky situation. So for me... I can admit that I was not strong enough in that moment Mm. to find myself again. And so motherhood overtook everything that was part of my life, like just working and trying to be self-sufficient and do the whole mommying by myself for -hmm. for a good amount of time. Like it was just, it was hard. And trying to come out of that and work a full-time job and be a business owner and still have a social life And still, like, do the things that I enjoy doing without feeling guilty for wanting to do them because I'm a mother. Mm -hmm. It just, it took a toll on me. And so, now I'm kind of just getting back to myself and kind of, like, learning to forgive myself for not always being a perfect mother. And also Mm -hmm. forgiving myself for not spending enough time with myself. So, Mm. it's, in this moment, mental health state-wise, I'm not where I was. So, I will give myself that much credit. Um, But I'm still not where I want to be either. (laughs) Like, I, I'm at the point where I'm tired of apologizing for wanting to be selfish. Ooh. I'm, I'm there. And so, for me, that's a step forward to finding myself again. Hmm. Like, I don't... I'm tired of apologizing for not... I feel like we're going to get emotional with this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, go ahead. I'm
0: tired of apologizing for wanting to not be a mother for 24 hours, you know? Oh, wow. So... And that... Uh, I'm not a mom, but I... Like, I get it. Like, yeah. I get that. and.
1: I feel like that's a lot of guilt moms carry. Yep, it is. Like this is so hard, especially for the ones who are and or have to do it by themselves. Mm-hmm. You feel terrible for feeling like I need a break. Right. Like get this, get this dang child away from me. <laughs> like I need a break. Right, and take this
0: kid, somebody. Like you that's, know, that's human. Society yeah. has conditioned us to feel like once you become a mother, like you, you know, for lack of better words, you spread your legs, you made this baby, that's your responsibility, Deal with it. right? Mm-hmm. And it's like before. I made this child who was only one. I had 32 years to myself. Mm. So you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't know how to care for somebody else other than myself. So I'm not saying that I don't know how to care for her, I just I know that I've had 32 years of loving myself and I don't know how to just give that all away mm. at one time and be
1: there for two people.
0: Correct. So every every now and again, you know, like I feel so guilty for just wanting to like send my daughter somewhere and just be like, "Hey, go to your grandmother's house for a day and let me" let me rest Mm -hmm. like that's all i really want let me sleep till past eight o'clock yeah because you get up at the crack of dawn like you have a job (laughs) like you know what i'm saying like let me let me sleep in late let me go do my nails let me go read a book in silence because let me scroll on instagram for an hour without you asking me for something and we're we're conditioned to feel guilty because we want those things because that's selfish right you have a kid now so you have to care for your kid all the time so that has like worn on my mental health being in a domestic violent relationship worn on my mental health mm. if only y'all knew how my life was for 2020 which we'll get into in another episode 2020 was like the end-all be-all year for me I was like never again mm. like not never again like I can't do this anymore and then 2021 came in and like my dad passed and it was like okay look I can't I can't take any more hits and not be building myself back up in the in the background because the more hits that keep coming they're not going to stop. Yeah. But if I don't continue to build myself up, then I'm never going to be ready for another one.
1: And you know what's crazy what we can relate to? I feel like once 2020 hit, we've been getting hit mm-hmm. with stuff like back to back.
0: Yeah. Yes, it has not stopped. It has all. not
1: stopped. <laughs> I'll say now
0: like
1: I wouldn't even say it stopped now, but I'm not I'm not in a dark place now right. emotionally, but like Wow, like, like, yeah. It's been cool. Kudos to us for surviving. Right. Like, <laughs> like, after 2020, God was just like, all right, another one. Thank you. Like, another real one. On Thank his, you. Real on her. Right. Right. Like, was <laughs> like,
0: like, another one. Like, and I'm just, for, for, I watched you go through things, and I know you watch me go through things, and somehow I just be like, I don't even know how we possibly, like, are still standing. Like, why are we not crazy at this point? Because the mm-hmm. stuff that we were dealing with was just, like, it could have broke the average person, any yeah. other person. And I. for me, there was days where I felt broken, mm-hmm. but I'm, you know, I'm still here. So, I said all that to say, <laughs> <laughs> mental health-wise, like, I'm not where I want to be, but, like, I'm not where I was. So, I just, I'll be grateful for that much.
1: I definitely agree with that. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I was. My mental health state at this moment, my main focus mentally is learning how to not feel like I have to control my whole life. Mm. If them, does that make, not, not calling and, you slow. Does that make sense?
0: No, it makes sense. Cause I don't know how to do it. That's I, my problem but right I'm now. just
1: realizing this now, how I try to control everything that happens in my life. And you know, what took me to realize that being at work, my assistant just told me, she was like, do you know you have OCD? I was like, what do you mean? And, Cause she's, she has her like, you know, her stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And so she's very, like, mental health aware mm-hmm. because she deals with her own stuff. And I am just like, wow. She was like, you have to have everything in this classroom a certain way. Mm-hmm. And you do the same thing every day. And if and sometimes she'll do something and then I'll move it, like, an inch <laughs> closer or whatever. And it's to the point now we joke about it, but it had to be brought to my attention. And I'm like, I feel like that's because I can control my classroom. Mm-hmm. I can control my classroom and I'm OCD about it because there are things in my life that I can't control. Mm. And I'm trying to learn how to let that go. And that prayer when it says, Lord, please grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and change the things... You know, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to actually live in that because... You know, mm. this there's things going on in my family life right now that I feel like I have no control over, mm-hmm. and maybe that spills over into well, I'm in my classroom. Right. I like run this. So now this. Yep. I can control this. Yep. I'm trying to get into a place where I just accept what I can't change, and I I can't believe that I spent my. I mean, you know, whatever. I'm human, but I I it took me so long to realize that. Like, you try to control certain things because when this is out of control. Mm-hmm you don't you, like
0: it just takes over something it just takes else over, over you and
1: yeah. oh it was so weird to me and i'm like okay wow. i can work on that i can work on that i'm allowing 2022 to be the year i might get emotional when i talk about this i'm allowing 2022 to be the year where i seek help
0: mm. Yes, God.
1: because sorry like i said <laughs> no it's fine
0: yes
1: me and you've been through it before when i was having a, a financial struggle mm-hmm. and i didn't tell you yeah and, but that's been me all my life and I did it again, I'll say 2021, April, May, after my, April, May, yeah, after my grandmother had passed away, I went into a deep depression. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I didn't tell you about it. Love you, mean it. Didn't Mm -hmm. tell you about it. Didn't tell my other best friend in New York about it, Shanice. And one day Shanice called me and she was like, hey, like, you know, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know what opened up in me because I was going to keep it to myself. And I was like, this is the first time I'm seeing my floor. And she was like, what do you mean? I said, I've been so depressed this last month. I mm-hmm. have not cleaned. Like, I told you, this, right? I yeah, did tell you this. You tell me, I, I, was like, it, yeah. I was like, I haven't seen my floor. <laughs> like, I, I was so depressed. Like, my clothes were everything. Y'all, y'all listening. And you were just like, no,
0: because. Ebony
1: yeah. was trying to come to my house. Yep. This is my sister for 20 plus years. She was trying to come to my house. And I was making excuses that she couldn't come because I, I wouldn't say dirty. Like, I didn't have mm-hmm. roaches and rats everywhere, but <laughs> it was messy. Like, my apartment reflected. My mental and emotional state. And when I, I, I'm trying to get to the point where I don't suffer in silence. Because God forbid... I am going to get emotional. God forbid I didn't have the strength to control those thoughts. Mm-hmm. And not harm myself. And then nobody would have known. Because I don't tell anybody what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And that's something I do all the time. And I'm realizing in 2022 how dangerous that is. Very, very. How unokay that is because I have so many people that care about me. And if I would have told somebody, I probably wouldn't even gotten to the point where my apartment looked like that.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know what? So sorry y'all. <laughs> but like but this <laughs> and, is <sighs> And let me let me just like segue off of that for one second if anybody is listening to this and as we discuss our mental health issues or or struggles and the things that we're doing to overcome them if you ever feel like you don't have a way out please understand that the blessed the elevated podcast is here for any and everyone like please dm us dm your friends dm somebody you feel close to there's a, a suicide awareness phone number there's a mental health care hotline please call somebody because I have been in a space where I just felt like death was better than whatever I was going through. Mm -hmm. And it's never, it's never, I won't, I won't, um, I won't take away from anybody's pain and say that it's never that serious. But for me, I have so much more love on earth that it should never have come to that for me. Exactly. So... If you ever feel like that, if you ever feel like it has gotten to a lo- your lowest point and you have no other way out, the box, the the DM is open. Like there's a phone number on one of my webpages, on one of my pages, use it. Text me if you don't we want to. You got personal me. pages, hit us up. Yeah, like <laughs> I and I don't care if you stranger friend, if you just finding this podcast, like it is I just need people to know that you have love. Yeah. Like we are walking beings of love. Like no matter who you are, I love people that I just meet. And it's not on some, like, I love you, want to get in the bed with you type stuff. I love you just because you're a person. Yep. You're a human. You're walking this earth just like me. And that's godly love.
1: That's what my friend told me. She was like, you are love. Yeah. so when you... Yes. Like, when you say you love people or when you show that you love people, that's natural for you because you are love. Yeah.
0: somebody has asked me that before like oh how do you just love like random people like you just say you love somebody and i'm like i love somebody until they can show me that there's no reason to love them Mm -hmm. and even in that moment i still love you i love the the god in me allows me to love people that i don't even know yep jesus loved everybody yeah (laughs) like it's not it's not on some like relationship type stuff it's just because you are a person and you have a mind and a heart and you walk this earth the same way i do you bleed the way i do so my love for you comes out of my love for god and so, because I love him, I love you. And if I'm a child of God, I am to walk the same way that he would walk. And that's mm-hmm. to love everybody. So, you know, no matter race, creed, religion, background, atheist, whatever it is, I love you. Yeah. And just know that y'all have, you have a friend in me. You have a friend <laughs> in me.
1: <laughs> but it's real. It's real. It
0: is. And, you know, I've been there. I've been, I've told you plenty of times. Like, I've had plenty of breakdowns with you and Jelly. Shout out to my best friend, Jelene. Like, where I just feel like I don't have a way out. Like, I be so ready to end... And I'm just going to be real. I just be so ready to end my life, y'all. Like, some days I just be so ready because if you really knew... Like, y'all see the silly me on social media. Y'all see me just, you know, me and my daughter just having a good time in life. Like, there's just some things in the background that was just painful for me. Mm -hmm. And because I am love. Because I'm walking gumdrops and Skittles and rainbows and all of those things. I... Pain is just not something that I want to be a part of. Right. So once it hits me, it hits me hard. Mm-hmm. And having a conversation in the kitchen with y'all one day and y'all was just like pouring into me, it just really, like, I think you said something to the effect of like, Ebony, I think things hurt you so much. It's because you're almost to this point in life where you just believe that like pain doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like you're almost to this point where you feel like bad things don't happen. And I just need you to get to a point oh, where Oh, it's coming
1: like, back to me. I think what I told you is that you, you know you're not perfect, but you strive to be a perfect mom. You yeah. strive to be a perfect woman, and when things get hard, it hits you hard because it it's hard. like, no, my life is not supposed to be like this. Right. I want it to be like, like this. It's
0: almost like I right. live in a Disney movie. Like I, <laughs> I, don't. I, for a person who doesn't love Disney as much as she does. Exactly. <laughs> like, at all like I I really have adapted to the mentality of being a Disney princess and I mean that in the sense of like I'm going to marry and have a prince charming mm-hmm. and we're going to have a lovely marriage and you know we're going to have issues but he's going to love me and support me and support my household yeah. and I didn't believe that bad things would happen or hurtful things or harmful things would happen like I didn't believe, and I still as don't, hard
1: as they did. As what you feel now is valid, yes. from what you went through.
0: And I'm just like, you know what? I had to get to a point where I realized like everything will not be perfection, mm-hmm. and it's okay. Like it is okay because when these people were trying to tell me that I needed to be on word on pills that I couldn't even like pronounce the words in, I like, didn't even know that pills that are like as long as the alphabet. And I got every single one of them in my house and never took not a one. Picked them all up and was just sitting there like. If I start taking these drugs, like, then what? Like, how do I function as a mother? How do I function, like, going to work every day? You know, like, My I don't know. My life problems
1: are still going to be there. Right. I
0: don't know what the circumstances or what the 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 connection is behind this medication and me living an everyday life. Is this going to make me, like, woo like, woohoo? <laughs> like <Right. the> seven, <laughs> Just out of like, it. Like, glassy-eyed <laughs> every day. Like, so for me, I was just like, the, con, the pros didn't outweigh the cons, like, I don't well whatever way that Mm -hmm, should work I just couldn't see myself taking it and so I just left them there I was just like I could do this myself and instead of taking medication from the psychiatrist I ended up going to therapy and just talking to somebody and that for me was the start of realizing that I needed way more help than I was telling myself I needed Mm. and what made it even better for me was that even in therapy I was lying Oh, wow. Like, even in therapy, I was like, you know, no, I can handle this. I feel like I do this well. I do this well. I do this well. I'm good. I do it. And then, like, going home, I would feel like, what is the sense of going to therapy if you're not even uh, honest in therapy? Wow. You know? So, like, it going to therapy and not being fully truthful about where I was or feeling like where I was, getting home was more of the therapy for me.
1: Question. Was your therapist able to, like, identify that?
0: I don't think she ever was. And to be honest, I stopped going to her. I ended up going to another therapist because I was originally going to one. And I just felt like she was the therapist that, you know, like we see in the movies, like lay on the couch. Well, how do you feel about this? And don't give you feedback. Right. And like, this is... What do you think about doing with this? Okay, well, on the next session, we're going to talk about how to combat blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, cool. And in those sessions, I was fully lying. Like, I was just like, you know, I feel... Like I feel like I'm a great mom, and I feel like I do this well, and I feel like you know this relationship is good for me, and I feel like you know if he does this, then we could be better. And then, in the back of my mind, I was like, I know damn well I don't want this, and I know damn well I I, I could be, I could be a better mother in these areas, but mm-hmm. I I tell her that I'm a better mother in these areas. So, when I got home, I would just be like, this it's not it, it's not I'm not I'm not getting any help here. Yeah. So I ended up switching therapists, and my new therapist, which is more of, like, a life coach, she's amazing. Love her down. I like, oh girl. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Love her down. <laughs> she's
1: probably over me at this and, point.
0: <laughs> and I'm not gonna name her because I think there's, like, a patient confidentiality type thing that I'm not supposed to do. So, but she's amazing. And she helped me realize, like, I was lying to myself about things. I was lying to the the person that I was with, like, trying to figure out, like, if it was worth it. And just, she was like, at some point, you have to realize that you can no longer blame other people for the things that are happening to you because you're allowing them to happen. Mm. So when you stop and realize that you can control only you, then the things that you're dealing with, you can stop them from happening, slow them down from happening or completely remove yourself from the situation. Wow. And I was just like, all right, well, then then like you ain't got to dig in my soul like that. But it it definitely helped propel me and move me forward to where I am today. Like I said, I'm not where I wanna be. Yeah. But I definitely where I was am not where I was. I think that's just gonna be my thing for this entire um podcast episode. Like I'm not where I wanna be, but I'm not where I was. Yeah. Because it's just
1: therapy Elevated definitely helped me.
0: And bless. <laughs> right. Therapy helped me. Therapy definitely helped me and I recommend it for anybody. Like in the black community we are taught that going to therapy and talking to people and and telling people your business is is uh it's shamed. Yeah, like it's blackballed. Like you're not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. Like you're telling other people your your situations and what you're going through. You're talking too much. And I'm just like, if if half of us were taught to talk to somebody, we wouldn't be probably, dealing with exactly. half the stuff we're going through. Like you need to tell somebody that you were touched on as a kid. You need to tell somebody Whoa, that you come on. You haven't. You don't. Re- you your pastor is saying things behind closed doors or doing whatever you need to tell somebody that you're being bullied at school or somebody was harming you at home like these are the things that we need and not, and even if we're not going that deep you need to tell somebody if you feel like tomorrow is not promised and you don't want to walk into it yeah like we just need to be more open with each other and our friends we have whole friend circles that don't know half the stuff we're dealing with because we're exactly. too ashamed to talk to our own friends
1: oh and can i please interject on that A real friend will not feel like you're a burden Mm -hmm. for telling them what you're going through.
0: I apologize for it all the time.
1: Right. And we both, because we were like, well, why didn't you say something? Mm -hmm. like, because I know you're going through what you're going through, and I don't want to be extra. Because even with, perfect example, with stuff with your dad, you kept saying to me, I don't want to trigger you. I don't... Girl, I'll be triggered. I'll be all right. <laughs> like, you're going through this right now. I went through this last year. Like, and yes, it's still triggering. It's always going to be triggered. That was my father. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. let me be here for you. And that's the same for me. Like, because I think I'm worse when it comes to not saying what I'm going through. Like, real friends are not going to make you feel like a burden when you have problems. Mm-hmm. And one thing I'm noticing, like, when I have conversations with my friends, you know, it could be easy for me to be like, oh, oh, this person's so negative, or oh, this person's... A, no, maybe they're just really going through stuff. Like, mm-hmm. listen. Yeah. If you can help, help. Like, you know, like, give sound advice. Direct them to get help. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, we we need to take mental health very seriously. And if you feel like you can't talk to a friend or a family member, there are, y'all, there's so many social media outlets. Mm-hmm. Like, like um, the online therapy sessions or, like... Somebody, somebody, was, like, don't suffer through it alone.
0: I was telling somebody this, and I don't remember who it was, but whatever. A lot of us don't know that in our jobs, um, you're, the medical insurance that you pay for, it includes, most jobs, it includes, like, five to six uh, mental health sessions. It's called EAP, which is Employee Assistance Something. The P is something. Mm-hmm. But um, it includes five clinical in- session or virtual sessions because of covid with a mental health counselor and it is included with your medical insurance you do not have to pay extra for it your job will provide it for you and it is anonymous so you can call a number you get a um like an access code of some sort and then you can call around to any mental health clinic in your in your area and you will give them that number and they will bill your insurance for you and it is free of charge to you for those five or six sessions. Now, if you want to continue on after that, I don't know how much it is here in Virginia Beach, it's $50. So if you live in Virginia Beach and you also need this assistance, mm. your insurance, it's usually like $50 per session after the fact. And I continued on with those sessions after my initial six sessions because I felt like it was helpful for me. But I just want to put that out there because not enough people know that that access is there. So if you don't know where to start, start at your job. The job that's probably draining you and and, and taking the life out of you anyway the medical insurance includes the mental health counseling at no charge to you. Can I share a
1: story about that? Yes. So when I was living in New York and I was working as a home attendant, um, I was I was dating a person and we had gotten into an argument. It was it stemmed off of him being jealous about something, and I snapped and ended up punching him. But at this point, I'm not I'm not I'm not excusing that i just want to state at this point physical violence has already been introduced into our relationship that was the first time i hit him Ooh, girl i'm swimming mm-hmm. the tea that was the first time i had hit him and i busted his lip made him bleed i knew for me even though i experienced that on the other end i knew for me that was out of character
0: mm-hmm.
1: he left and i automatically had called one of those hotlines mm-hmm. i literally verbatim said she asked, the lady got on the phone. She asked, what are you calling for? And I said, I need help. I just hit my boyfriend and I made him bleed and I don't know what to do. That's exactly what I said. And I, I don't know if that was my, I'm young. Like, I don't know if that's, that was the right thing to say or like, but I'm just in a place of like, this isn't you. So something's going on. Right. No help. She kept transferring me and I was talking to me and they like making me sound like making me feel like I was stupid because I was just like. Like, they're like, like, why are you calling? And I'm like, I just hit my boyfriend. And, like, I made him bleed. Like, this is not like me. And from that moment on, I I embedded in my head. I'm never going to get help.
0: Yeah, no. Mm -mm.
1: And I'm not trying to deter anybody. I'm sure it's better today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And maybe I made the... I don't know. I don't know. But, like, that moment made me feel, like...
0: Invalidated.
1: Invalidated. And, like, I'm never going to get help.
0: Yeah. So,
1: I don't know if that is why my trauma response... Is to not say anything. And Mm. I will also say, I think my trauma response to suffer in silence is because when I was younger, whenever I did cry out, whenever I did show emotions, it was always as if I'm doing too much. Mm. Excuse me. So now as an adult, it's like, okay, well, I have something going on. I don't want to feel like I'm coming off like I'm doing too much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it makes me become a turtle in a shell. That was revelation. Trauma responses as to why mental health issues
0: are going along. Sorry. No, <laughs> but, wow, I, mean, like I just that's... came to that revelation. I just came to that. I mean, that's that's the, I feel like that is the, the root of identifying what's going on with you to help you propel yourself and get to a better place. Like, you can't start working on your mental health if you don't know how your responses are and where they came from. Mm-hmm. So if you don't understand how your responses are and how you deal with things I don't understand like how you can fix going forward like you just said your trauma responses you feel like come from not being able to kind of like talk to people yeah. when you were younger I feel like mine was always I had to be the strong one Mm. Which is why I'm like try to be the strong one in all my friendships and all my relationships with people Ooh, that's one for me too, yeah I, I feel like I always gotta be the mother i've been the mother before I was the mother, mm. you know, and before I was a mother, mm-hmm. and so like whenever we do something, I always have to be in charge or I always have to take charge and make sure that we got this, this and this going on, this is in line or this is happening. And whenever one of my friends is going through something, I got to come to the rescue and save everybody or help everybody, no matter if I'm drumming in the background, like no matter if I'm going through my own stuff because I've always felt like I've had to be the strong one. Mm. When dealing with stuff when I was younger and like just putting it out there like homelessness and going through school and trying to like appear like I was a normal teenager, you know, like I had to be the person that was sitting up late at night dealing with stuff with my mom and crying with my mother when stuff was going on. And Mm. it just felt like it just carried over into my adulthood. So for me, it's always never wanting to hurt anybody else, but willing to take all the hurt from myself. Mm. Like making sure that everybody else is good around me. And I think a part of that also is it sounds weird, but a part of me has made it to this point because I feel like if I take everything that y'all have going on and then y'all get better when I finally get to my breaking point, y'all are all yeah. healed enough to help me. <laughs> like, it sounds so Let stupid. me heal y'all asses right, over. Like, I'm going to make sure that y'all all on point. Y'all, everybody cocked and loaded yeah. because there's going to come to a point where I'm going to break and I need y'all. And I've done that like my entire life. And, you know... Do you feel like
1: you haven't had your breaking point yet?
0: I feel like I've gotten really, really close to it. Honestly, I might have. Now that I think about it, I might have. Because... I'm, like I was saying earlier, I'm finally at a point where I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. This and I'm nev- like, yeah. I'll
1: figure it out. <laughs> I've
0: never been there. Like, I've never been there. And there's still like, there's still those little times where I'm like, no, I have to have my hand in this and I have to fix this and I got to do this. And mm-hmm. I'm like,
1: letting go of control. Yeah. Like
0: just last, yeah. I think it was last weekend when we were talking about doing something and I was just like, okay, well, I'll just do this and uh, we could do this and I'll meet you and do this. You were like, girl, like it's Wait, fine what was it uh us were doing recording or doing something last weekend and i was just like i i gotta drop ryan and i gotta go do this in my mom. oh like, I yeah i was of, like girl if you got things to do, you yeah. got things to do. Like, like, and I, that was me trying to do everything at one time and yeah. then you was just like girl come on like yeah got, like let's... we love
1: y'all but one thing we're not about to do is mess about mental health for this right. podcast either like, <laughs> like you
0: know and i try to
1: consider that you and i i don't know how many i'm putting in 10 hours a day at work i know you feel like you're putting in 10 hours a day at work yeah. like we work hard Monday through Friday. Saturday you have stuff to do and I do too and not to say anything is more but like no shade, you got a person to think about. Like I could I could lay in the bed all day. Like you can't do that. So I feel like it's my duty to be like, Girl, <laughs> cater to your three kids. <laughs> like your two pups and
0: your daughter and we'll figure it out. If I gotta come over after work one day, like And it is what me because i'd be sitting there like okay well she didn't work with them kids all day oh yeah i'd be over it like Like, (laughs) she didn't work with kids all day so having her come over late at night to do this is gonna be you know too much and then in the same breath i completely forget that i done got up at five o'clock or six o'clock in the morning got myself together got ryan together dropped ryan at school went to work from 10 to 7 o'clock at night then gotta get her bed bath food play with her for a little bit, watch a little TV. If I can squeeze that in, take a shower myself, get myself together. By the time I turn around, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. So, like, me not even considering those things. I'm right. just like, man, she been with them kids all day. Like, she can't do this right now. And I'm like, girl, you can't do this right, right. now. Like, <laughs> like, like, period. Like, <laughs> love you, sis. fuck her. Like, you can't do this right now. Like, you're trying to squeeze so much in. And then, like, doing all of that during the week, and then you get to Friday and Saturday, and you got to, like, I didn't spend so much time with my daughter during the week. So I'm trying to do everything with her. Mm-hmm. Then my mom might need something. Yeah. Then I need to record for a podcast. Got to make content for Instagram. And then you just, like, again, you just want to wake up at 10 o'clock and eat breakfast at 12 and, and, like, just sleep the day away because you just had a long week. And that's that's not a thing.
1: But you know what's crazy? I, I follow someone on YouTube and she's, like, she just put up a video saying she made the choice to bow out of, like, the influencer life. Mm. And just live life. And I was like, I get it. Because I took a week off of work a couple of weeks ago. And during that whole time, I just wanted to sleep.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: But why did I feel guilty yep. for wanting to rest?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's the society has made us feel guilty for that, too. And my
1: homegirl, had, she hit me up and she was like, you know, how's your break going? And I said, it's going okay. I said, but I just want to rest. And I said, but it feels weird to me. Mm-hmm. It feels weird to not be in a hamster wheel going all the time Mm -hmm. that's unnatural Mm -hmm. but we're conditioned to feel like no working around the clock is natural yep nine to five
0: somebody's being me, worn down is natural what somebody said to me the other day and I was just I was offended by it I just told him off and I love you Alex so I'm gonna say it was you <laughs> Alex was like you could sleep when you dead I said no you dead when you dead like, <laughs> right like, like and you no, dead because you didn't sleep like, right like <laughs> no you dead when you dead like I don't know where y'all got this from that y'all gonna work yourself to death not yeah me. I don't want to do
1: that no more not
0: me not me no 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 and me. it was
1: so hard to go back to work because I'm like I love my job What I don't love is not having control of my peace and time Mm -hmm. and freedom. Yep. And this is what caters to the downfall of people's mental health. Mm -hmm. A lot of people only see the four walls of their cubicles and go home to the four walls of their house and don't really have a life. Like, and this is where it comes from. And I just sat back. I was like, no, I don't want this life forever. Like, I don't want to feel guilty for not working, for being at peace, for being at rest. Like, that is so bad like that's so bad to me like i was it was just so weird but then also with this life that i've well god has chosen me to live <laughs> i'm like i gotta you know i gotta build my empire so i gotta get up and i still gotta work like right. that's where my mental health like i'm trying to find the balance it's
0: the it's the fine line of like wanting to like be i don't want to say lazy because it's not lazy it's resting yeah it's enjoying downtime it's enjoying time with yourself and quiet and in serenity but it's the fine line of doing that but also being productive. Right. And it's like if I'm not doing something all the time am I being productive or non-productive? You know, like it's it's the balance of it all mm-hmm. like you were saying. And I get that too because not working for a year, almost a year and then going back to work and I'm just like Oh, my God, no. I don't like yeah. this. Like, no, thank you. I enjoy making money and doing things that I love to do, but also having time for my my kid and, like, mm-hmm. having time for myself. Like, if y'all was to see my eyebrows, they look like the basketball dude. I don't know his name. Anthony something where they just grow together. They look like they done got married. <laughs> like, I got I got five out of 10 nails and not all of them are on one hand like oh, it's crazy my toenails and grew out like i'm giving y'all tea because <laughs> this is just like it's wicked out here when you don't have time for yourself and having mm. time for yourself is a part of mental health balance having time just stepping outside of whatever your role is your whether you're a teacher a nurse mm. uh uh me an uh, insurance agent a mother, a father, we're talking to guys too, Mm -hmm. like what whatever your job title is or your role is in life, stepping outside of that and having time for whom you are who you are from birth, not the person you've stepped into the role of and so like, that People be trying to downplay talking about getting your nails done. It's not mental health. The hell is not. Girl I felt good, right? Like, like when you feel good, when you look good, she was you like, feel okay, good. People, I was alright. Yes, <laughs> I've been feeling real sluggish lately, and like you know what, I realized that as we're sitting here talking. The worst everything has gotten, I've just become lax about everything else. So, like, my Mm. eyebrows started getting bad. And I was like, well, screw it. I ain't even going to do my nails because it don't make sense. My eyebrows not done. Oh, I ain't going to do my hair either because, like, what's the point? Like, none of the other stuff is done. I ain't got no time to do either of them. And the worst it has gotten has transitioned into how I get dressed in the morning. So, Mm -hmm. like, now I'm just like, oh, sweatpants, run, drop my kids to school. Like, it doesn't, it's not, it's not clicking. It's not clicking, Steven.
1: And we both said we was going to make that a goal to, like, Put ourselves together. Put yourself
0: together. Like, that is, that is a self-care. Because you look good, you feel good. Right. Yeah. That is a self-care mantra. Like, put yourself together. And you don't have to paint paint your whole face on. You don't got to wear, you know, the baddest clothes or whatever. But, Mm-mm. you know, get up in the morning and brush your hair.
1: Yeah.
0: Instead of me throwing on an elevator or a blessed... Snap back. Like, well, okay, okay, hold on now. <laughs> like, like, a hold dad Hold Because I, I did wore your shirt to work on Friday, <laughs> and I'm still going to take my pictures. Get up and just throw a dad cap on and keep it moving every single day. Like, there has to come to a point where you just feel like, you know what, today I'm going to add a little lip gloss to this photograph. I'm going to I'm gonna do a little eyeliner. Just something to spruce myself up to make myself feel better.
1: Yeah. I want to piggyback off of what you said when you said men. I'm going to take this time in the podcast to say because... I love my black men. I was raised by one. I have brothers. I've dated black men. Um, And I don't do it for the fluff when I say I love Mm y'all. I genuinely love y'all the hard way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whoever needs to hear this, your mental health matters. Yes. Your mental health matters don't do a me and suffer in silence Yes. suffer alone don't think nobody cares about you because this world already tries to make you feel like you are not a factor but we ain't tammy roman and Yai evelyn mm. you are a factor you are important and do yourself the service to seek help if you feel you need it yes and even if you don't like I think the problem with us is that we don't feel like we need help because we're not having meltdowns or Mm -hmm. because we're not. A simple conversation with someone can save a life. Yes. It could save your life. It could save someone else's life. Like, really think, really take the time to invest in your mental health and your mental state of mind and your self-care. Like, I know one of my exes, like, he religiously goes and get massages at spas He on a vacation every other day. Like, you know? And kudos to him. Like, I have to tell him, like, I'm proud of you. Like, because it's more than just, like, just, oh, I could do this and I could do that. Mm -hmm. That's self-care. Like, that's putting yourself in a good place mentally, emotionally. And so I just, I want to advocate, like, black men, you are seen, you are heard. If you feel like you need help, please get it.
0: Yes. Like, please get it. Your feelings are not invalid. And whether you feel like something is not... Is not important or you can't speak up about it, just know that it is valid. Mm-hmm. Like you what she was saying, you are kind, you are smart, you are important. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> he was that, loyal. As a as a black man, I know it is hard to be in America and be one, you're black, two, you're male. So you already have two things counted against you. And trying to survive that and be a man, mm-hmm. because once you start having emotions and our new what's the new thing? You're a simp. Mm, Once yeah. you start having f- emotions and feelings, you are you're, you're downplayed. Now you're you're not you're not as strong and 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 manly as they as the world wants you to be. So bump all of that. You know your mental health comes first. Yeah. And what we would want for you is to recognize who you are and how much of a king you are before you decide that you have to take other actions or alternatives, i.e., hurting someone or hurting yourself mm. because you can't control your valid emotions. Mm. So, yes, we love you.
1: Ooh, I think this is gonna segue to the that topic. <laughs> it might, yeah. It might. I think it might. So, before we close out this episode, currently, what are you doing to put yourself in a better mental state?
0: I can say that I I don't really know, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna be, I, and I that's be, okay. I can be honest about that. I don't really know. I think I just take little baby steps here and there i think the first one for me to help better my mental state that i can say i've done is to set boundaries Mm, come on whether they are fully accepted or being met being (laughs) met not a hundred percent yet but they're there and i'm making better strides at saying no Mm. to things i think that is a very powerful word that we don't use enough because we're in fear of hurting somebody or somebody hurting us because we said no but for me that's a big thing because i'm such a people pleaser and i'm such a person that wants everybody to be happy around me and i'm such a person that doesn't want to see anybody else in any sort of predicament that is anything other than happy Like i am willing to say yes even if it hurts me to my core Mm. so saying no to this point has been something that i've been working on and it's working for me Mm. um creating those boundaries and setting those boundaries even if again like they're not always met for me setting them alone was a step
1: right
0: and now that I know that I'm capable of setting them now all I know is just like light fire under some of them because some of them are like in full force and some of them are like oh little douse yeah (laughs) little oil on there you know but for me that that's from that's what I've been doing and another thing is just like we were just talking about earlier like we can't be perfect Mm. and so I said on the last podcast that something I on the last episode rather that something I was proud of for myself was like putting myself first Mm -hmm. and not always feeling like you know if I'm not the perfect mother my child is suffering because if you look at my kid like she high she's amazing she's She's smart she's she's super intelligent she's funny she's goofy just like me like she's fine so I can take my my hand off of it now Mm -hmm. and just say you know what If you fall, it's a scrape. I don't have to run and put the bandaid on and put alcohol or whatever. You're fine. If you're bleeding, we'll work on it from there. But that's just, that's it. Like just saying no, setting boundaries and trying to keep them and also letting myself know that it is okay to be an imperfect individual. Mm. Amen. Come on to that. Yes. (laughs) So what are you up to, sissy? What, Um, What are you doing to help your mental health state in this time?
1: I'm sticking to what I said in the beginning of the episode of trying not to feel like I need to control everything. And accepting what is Mm -hmm. for what is. Like, you know, I just... There's just certain things in life you can't control. And that's just it. Like, take your hand off of it. Let God. Um, Let go and let God. That's a real thing. Yeah, like for real. And I'm really working on it. Um, Also, I'm still unlearning suffering and silence i'm gonna be mm-hmm. transparent about that i'm still unlearning that because you know i've been through a recent, recent situation mm-hmm. and i didn't tell you <laughs> but I'm, I'm still unlearning that and that's okay I, that's what 20 plus years 30 plus years of unlearning that mm-hmm. so i'm working on that um i'm gonna intentionally seek someone to talk to this year i know we
0: have someone yeah and i need <laughs> to just call her because she's waiting like look look, look- telling you for the longest like if it's not her let it be somebody right like but i like her so i'll like, be hyper her so
1: um i'm gonna intentionally do that i had another one but it just left my mind but um yeah that's that's what i'm working on oh, i feel like i really needed to say the other one but it's okay It'll yeah, come. Up. it'll come up
0: i think another one that <laughs> i i'm gonna hope for both of us gonna... oh
1: also sorry the same Girl. boundaries the, the same boundaries i yeah. want to agree with you on that yeah. that that was one um, being, this is what it was. <sighs> not forcing myself to take on energies that I can't handle. Mm. So like people's negativity, people's like, oh. just not forcing myself to deal with it. Like if I just can't deal with you, like you gonna go somewhere. Like mm-hmm. I, I, like I just can't deal with it because I'm all about positivity. I'm all about getting myself together. And if you mess up my energy, you just got to go. Mm. Like, just being intentful about that. That was That's what it was.
0: I like that. I Protect actually, my energy. I like that one. <laughs> we, my peace. Yeah. You, you do enough of that, you'll be able to create those boundaries and set mm-hmm. those boundaries and build up your own self-care and your self-awareness in that. Yeah. I wanted to say that, like, we said a lot of things about self-care and I just want everybody to know that nobody can dictate what self-care is for you. Amen. So whatever makes you happy, whether it is binge-watching a show for 10 hours, because I like that, you know, like, I hate commercials, so I'll watch yeah. a, whole, a whole season or something. I'll wait for the whole I season to come out. I finished selling something days. Right, like-, <laughs> like, if binge-watching a whole show is self-care for you, do that. If mm-hmm. sometimes, for me, it's taking a drive in my car and, like, just with the windows down, no music or music, just whatever it is. Whatever self-care is for you, do that. Because we are now in, a, in an era, which I'm happy for. We're very, mm-hmm. like, mental health f- face-forward. Like, we have... How many people knew about Mental Health Awareness Month growing up? How many of us knew that May was Mental Health Awareness Month?
1: <laughs> was it a thing? Right.
0: like we Were we that conscious of things? So mm. I'm very happy that it's prevalent and it's on the forefront nowadays and that we talk about it more. But the more that we talk about it, the more people try to uh, bubble it and put it into what mental health is and what it is not. And so for you, anxiety, my anxiety, the way I deal with it and how it's uh, quote-unquote dictated or mm-hmm. doctored, it may not be the same thing for you. Does that make you a less anxious person? No. no. So whatever self-care is for you with your anxiety or, or your depression or whatever it is, do that. And don't let anybody else tell you how to deal with grief or your your whatever you're dealing with. Because that's another reason why we get depressed. Because we feel like we have to react in a certain way based mm. on what society categorizes depression and anxiety and pain and all that stuff under. So...
1: And as long as you are not harming yourself. Yeah. Or anyone else. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. You, you are Do fine. you,
0: boo.
1: <laughs> you are fine. Do you. Um, I hope this episode resonates with somebody. Please. Because we didn't just go through those motions for nothing. No. <laughs> Mental health is real. Like, it really needs to be taken seriously. Um, if you feel like you need to talk to someone, there is nothing wrong with you. That is a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Everyone has problems. No one's life is perfect. And even if you don't feel like you have an issue, the people you're surrounded by every day may not be able to pour into you like a therapist Mm -hmm. or just like someone that you don't talk to every day. Like, it's okay. Seek the person. We don't even have to say help. Seek the person. Seek Mm -hmm. your person that you can talk to and be comfortable with to open up and not feel judged and just be able to be 100% transparent with. Please, God. Like, please. life. I don't know about before how your life was going, but I don't know 2020 hit and everything done went upside down for a lot of
0: us. (laughs) I know we're going to close out, but a lot of people that we went to school with just between junior high school and high school, I've read so many news articles about and stories Mm. who have ended their lives. And even if it wasn't like a news article, but something, you know, that came up on social media about said person that have ended their lives or done something, That we never would've thought they would've done because, you know, like, in school they were this type of person. But you never know what people are dealing with because they're suffering in silence. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to. Like, I mean that so wholeheartedly because I am the type of person that will look one way on social media and be going through hell and fire in the dark. So, and it has taken a lot for me to even, like, do this episode and even be forthcoming with the things that I plan on being forthcoming with. So, for me, it is personal. Mm. And I just want everybody to know, like, you don't have to do it by yourself. I'm going cry. You don't have it's to do okay. it by yourself. You don't have to. Like, find you your person, like she said. Find your person, whether they you, you can talk to them or they just will listen. Yeah. Like, sometimes we don't even need people to talk back Because those just listening people so, are just yep, as important. We don't need people to talk back to us. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just want somebody that's going to listen. Find them. Please, please, please. I cannot stress that enough. If you don't take nothing away from any podcast ever episode that we ever have, find somebody to talk to because it is it's the difference between life and death for somebody. Yes, y'all.
1: And life is hard. Life is hard. Don't do it alone. Oh,
0: stop it. I don't want to cry again. No, we're fine. Oh,
1: we're, fine. we're fine. Okay, I'm going to close out on this quote. <laughs> oh, man. So, we started this thing where we're going to close our episodes on quotes relating to our topic and this one is if we start being honest about our pain, our anger, and our shortcomings, instead of pretending they don't exist, then maybe we'll leave the world a better place than we found it. Russell Wilson.
0: <laughs> we love us a good Russell Wilson, by
1: the way. So, Cece, what's yes. that phrase, <laughs> Um Yeah.
0: We thank y'all for tuning in this week. We thank you for listening. And again, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. That is May 1st, all the way to May 31st. You got 31 days to just seek... You don't even have to talk to somebody this month. If if today is just this month is just the month you recognize that you could talk to somebody and you should talk to somebody, that's a step in the right direction.
1: How about we end on this? I'm going to give listeners, I'm going to give you two tasks. You can either do both or pick one. Your first task is that if this episode resonated with you and you know that you are suffering in silence or that you should at least talk to someone, reach out to someone and talk to them. If you feel like everything is hunky-dory in your life, that's fine. And God bless you. And I hope it stays that way. Check on your strong friend. Yep. Check on a friend, period. But check on a friend that maybe... If you have a feeling they may be going through something and not saying something, Mm -hmm. check on them. Or if you haven't checked in with them for a while, check on them. And I'm saying that to y'all, but I'm doing it myself. I just hit up a friend the other day. Because I'm like, yo, I didn't speak to this person in a minute. And we are so quick to be like, oh well they ain't hit me up. Right. Right. You don't know what somebody's going through. Right. So I give you those two tasks, either do both or do one. Please.
0: This is not make
1: that your mental health awareness month uh duty. <laughs> Please.
0: This is not a shameless plug either, but like if this resonates with you, share it with somebody else. Yeah. Share share this episode. If no other one, share this episode with somebody because you you just don't know. Like somebody this could be the help that somebody needs to realize i say this could be the episode that somebody realizes and say i need help yeah and it just helps propel them or push them forward or they were just on edge and this is something that kind of scaled them back so thanks for tuning in guys sorry
1: we really trying to get out of here one more thing
0: (laughs) (laughs) no ebony
1: has a business called (laughs) elevate her yes that advocates for mental health um you can go on her page hopefully get inspiration. Now you got, you got, to plug yourself. Okay, so
0: in. <laughs> it is underscore elevate her underscore. And it was started out of the need for me finding myself in, in dealing with mental health awareness. So it is for women who are, who need empowerment. We are on Facebook. If you don't, if you're not a part of our Facebook group, just hit me on my regular Facebook page and I will definitely invite you in. It is a community of women that are protecting and strengthening other women. Um, and then we're also on Instagram as well again it's underscore elevate her underscore and I I just implore you to just get on there find some type of inspiration and whatever you whatever you're dealing with just understand you're not alone I just want to say that much the entire brand is about elevating and continue to push forward no matter what you've been through and whatever you've been through I just want to say it happened yesterday today's a new day so as long as you have breath you
1: can keep going, and you are not alone. We love
0: y'all. You are not alone. <laughs> <You're> not alone.
1: <laughs> we love y'all dearly. Yeah. For the people who have been tuning into us and giving us feedback, I appreciate y'all so much. Um, please tell a friend to tell a friend, and yeah, just keep coming back. We love y'all. We got major conversations coming y'all way, and we'll see y'all yeah. on the next. We'll
0: one. see y'all on the next one later. Doo <laughs>